I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you as well. And we have two really big stories. One of them is huge, and you may have seen the headline. It deals with $250,000, a wire that originated in Beijing with a beneficiary address listed as Joe Biden's home. Now, we're going to deal with this because obviously that is a bombshell report that has come out. There's also something else that's not being covered in the news, and that's why we're going to lead with it. And it is about an Iranian influence operation specifically on the Biden administration. The same Iranians that just got $6 billion freed up that they can quote, as they said, we'll do whatever the hell we want with it. Senator, let's talk about this Iranian infiltration of the Biden administration and what this means and explain it all for everyone listening. Well, listen, today I think this podcast is a very important podcast, and and, and to underscore why, think about the fact that we now know that a quarter million dollars was sent from the Chinese Communist to President Joe Biden's home, and that's the number two story on this podcast. That should make you pause. Now, why is it the number two story on this podcast? Because the number one story on this podcast is one of the most shocking stories I've seen ever. And it's a story that I'm going to tell you right now, the corporate media is not covering. You didn't watch it on CNN. You didn't watch it on MSNBC. You didn't watch it on ABC, NBC, or CBS. It is a story that broke today 
that three senior officials in the Biden administration were operatives for the Iranian government. I mean, mean, this is stunning, and I want to walk through it because it's a very detailed expose about how senior officials in Joe Biden's Democrat administration were operatives. They were working for the Iranian government. They were in close coordination with the Ayatollah. They were working on behalf of Iran, and they were setting U.S. policy. And mind you, these are individuals who have security clearances, who were working on behalf of an Ayatollah who chants death to America and death to Israel. And, and, and so I want to walk through this because, again, you will not see this on the news. The news does not want to cover it. And, and so the story broke yesterday that three, quote, Iran experts who worked closely for Rob Malley. Now, who is Rob Malley? Rob Malley was the Biden administration's, quote, special envoy, envoy to Iran. Now, Rob Malley has been fired. He's been fired because his security clearance was revoked and he was thrown out of the Biden administration. We still don't know why, but it is presumably for a serious violation of law because to be too pro-Iran for the Biden administration, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that entails having the Ayatollah tattooed three or more times on your body. <laughs> um, maybe it entails smuggling heroin and balloons that you ingest to Iran. I, I don't know. But all right. Enough hyperbole. Let's talk actual substance. So the report that came out yesterday is an investigation that was based on thousands of emails between Iranian diplomats and analysts, and it was published by Semaphore. And Rob Malley, working for the Biden administration, named three individuals to be senior senior officials. Number one, in February 2021, Rob Malley recruited Ariane Taba Tabai. Sorry if I got the pronunciation wrong. She was a Middle East fellow at the German Marshall Fund of the United States, United States, and she came to the State Department to assist in negotiation for Iran. She served in that position for 15 months. Malley also appointed, or tried to appoint, Ali Vaez, who was the Iran Projects Director at the crisis group. Uh, but Vaez had a problem. Uh, according to two different sources, this is in public reports, Vaez could not obtain the necessary security clearance, and so his appointment was canceled. Nevertheless, Rob Malley maintained Vaez as a confidant, and according to two different people in this report, Vaez drafted Malley's tweets. So he's communicating on behalf of a senior Biden administration official. Now, and the third one is another Iran analyst named Dina Esfandiari, who was hired by Mali at the ICG in 2021. And here's, here's what the project from Iran was. Iran engaged in a focused influence effort. And I, I want to read you one of the leaked emails and this is, this is within the Iranian government. Quote, As you already know, based on our previous discussions, a network of young second-generation Iranian exports was initiated, and we're looking forward to holding a meeting in Vienna in Medfarvadian. 
Actually, this very idea of Iran experts' initiatives was discussed between me and two of the young experts. We, you and me, met in the Prague Conference, i.e. Ariane Tabatabe and Dina Esfandiari. We three agreed to be the core group of the IEI. For the first meeting in Vienna, in order to establish this network in practice, we have decided to invite almost 20 scholars with established affiliation with the leading internationally well-known think tanks. Encloses the preliminary list of invitees. Please let us know if you have any reservation on the names ASAP. By the way, as you promised, this initiative needs your financial as well as political support. For the first meeting, we need to cover the the we need funds to cover the cost, including some tickets, hotel costs, etc. Look forward to hearing from you, Ba Tajdidi Etaram, which I will confess my Irania is not good enough to know what the heck that means, but it is signed Sahid Kalib Zadeh, and. These were individuals, it was a core of of young Iranian nationals who were in the United States who were working for Iran. And three of them went on to work for the Biden administration in senior positions. Now, you look at the last two and a half years, Joe Biden has leaned into Iran at a level that has been insane. Iran is on the verge of acquiring nuclear weapons. This is, this is a nation led by an ayatollah who chants death to America and death to Israel. And he's about to acquire nuclear weapons. And this has been cheerleaded and pushed forward by officials in the Biden administration who were working for Iran, who were under the direction of Iran, who were literally operatives for the government of Iran. And... This is now documented in multiple emails where they are emailing Iran saying, what do I say? What do I do? I work for you. What do you want me to do? And, and, and I got to say, how is this not illegal, by the way? Like, how is this of course not it is. the law? Okay, of so it, course it is. Because it, it, it is illegal is what you're saying. So, so then how is no one being arrested for this? Well, the story just broke yesterday. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out. But... The first step is the media is just trying to bury it. The media doesn't want people to know about it because, listen, I mean, I mean, is it comforting to anyone to know that the senior government officials in the Joe Biden administration dealing with Iran are operatives for the Iranian government? And Iran is led by a theocratic homicidal zealot who hates America. And these individuals were working for him. That is... It, it's stunning. And what is striking now is, is, is this report has by, detailed... By the way, I, I want to make clear that when you say that the media is not covering this, it, right now as we're recording this, and I just put in the word Iran into Google, and the top story comes up, and it's from your website, Senator Ted Cruz. It says, Senator Cruz calls for halt and secret Iran negotiations after leaked emails. Then the next one is a free beacon. It says, Pentagon mom on Biden appointees alleged membership in Iran, uh, you know, in this group. And then after that, CNN. So the first big news that has anything with Iran right now they're reporting on, it says 3M agrees to pay almost $10 million to settle an apparent Iranian sanctions violation. Not a single news story has been written about what we're breaking right now it, when you put in the word Iran. 
right now. It, 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 the only thing that's even close is Al Jazeera says they had this. Why did Iran's foreign minister want to go to Washington as the U.S. refuses the Iran's top diplomat request to visit D.C.? That's it. No one else is touching this right now. Well, and it's because the media can't defend this. And, and listen, this grew out of what was called the echo chamber. So during the Obama administration, there were a group of journalists, a group of left-wing think tank a- activists, and a group of zealots in the White House who created what they called the Iran echo chamber, where when Barack Obama was pushing for the Iran nuclear deal, everything he said would get amplified by the press and the think tank world and the NGO world, And it was deliberate, and and this grew out of that. But what we now know is that this was directed by the the Iranian government. And, 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 all right, so let me give you an example. Uh, Zarif, who was the foreign minister of Iran, uh, on October 2nd, 2014, Vaez, one of the three, wrote to Zarif regarding the discontent he had with an uh, ICG report on Iran. Trying to clarify the situation, provide an explanation. Here's a quote for, from, from the email. Quote, as an Iranian, based on my national and patriotic duty, I have not hesitated to help you in any way. From proposing to your excellency, and your and excellency are both capitalized, a public campaign against the notion of nuclear breakout, to assisting your team in preparing reports on the practical needs of Iran. And Vaez explained that the ICG's reports were compiled through a process in a collaborative manner, which suggested that he didn't have final say in his publication. Likewise, Adnan Tabat Abai wrote to Zarif on May 19, 2014, after an IEI meeting with him in Vienna, quote, as you will have noticed, We are all very much willing to dedicate our capacities and resources to jointly working on the improvement of Iran's foreign relations. Iran is our country, so we, too, feel the need and responsibility to contribute our share. When I say we, I mean the very group you met. Now, I want you to stop and think. These are officials for the Biden administration who say, Iran is our country, so we, too, feel the need and responsibility to contribute our share. They are literally working for a foreign nation who is our enemy and who openly advocates death to America. And by the way, their bosses, the Iranian Ayatollah and the mullahs in Iran, are actively trying to murder the former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, the former U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton, and the former Assistant Secretary of State Brian Hook. They're doing that today. As we speak, um, I forced the Biden State Department to admit on the record, today the State Department is spending $2 million a month in security costs to defend the former U.S. Secretary of State and other former U.S. senior officials from Iran's efforts to murder them, and three officials of the Biden administration are working for the bastards who are trying to murder former senior U.S. officials. 
Want to talk to you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals real quick. If you're like me and you've wanted to buy gold for years, lots of commercials out there talk about buying gold. The question is, who can you really trust? Well, I didn't want a bad investment. I wanted to make sure that I had someone I could work with. And that is when I found Augusta Precious Metals. If you have an IRA or a 401k and you want to buy physical gold, Eliminate fear and uncertainty for the process using the new Gold IRA Company Integrity Checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. Now, I use it personally to vet Augusta Precious Metals, and I'm buying gold from them myself. You can use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company. You can also get the free investor's guide on gold from Augusta Precious Metals right now. And you can get the Gold IRA Company Integrity Checklist today. All you got to do is call Augusta and you can get that free guide on gold. The number 877, the number four, Gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, Gold IRA. Or online at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. You can also text the word BEN to 68592, if that's easier on you, and you'll get that integrity checklist right away. So text the word BEN to 68592. 592 or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Senator, this news breaks. And the second question that I have for you is, are these people, we know who they are, are they still able to access anything they want within the U.S. government? Have they been arrested? Have they been had their key cards turned off, their access to their email, the U.S. government turned off? Or are they still able tonight, uh, tomorrow, the next day, or indefinitely until someone decides to stop them? Do they still have access to all of the intel they have with this government? Uh, astonishingly, yes. So let's take, for example, Ariane Tabat Abai. She is currently the Department of Defense's current Chief of Staff for Special Operations. She has a security clearance today. The Biden White House has not revoked her security clearance yet. This story broke. They haven't done anything. Let, let me read you what she emailed Iranian leadership in 2014, so nearly a decade ago. Quote, our goal was to show what is said in the West that Iran does not need more than 1,500 centrifuges is wrong and that Iran should not be expected to reduce the number of its centrifuges. That is right now the current chief of staff for special operations in the Biden Department Department of Defense. It is insane that she has a security clearance. And given this evidence that you've got three individuals on the face of it, it appears to be a violation of federal law that you cannot be working for a foreign government, much less an enemy of America, while a senior national security official for the government. And, and look, the stories that are most damning are the stories that the corporate media utterly ignores. It's, it's, it's like when, when you and I discuss the border and what's happening at the border. There's a reason the corporate media doesn't discuss the Biden open borders, because you can't defend it. There is no defense. This story, there is no defense. Senior officials for the Biden foreign policy and national security team have been working for the government of Iran. Like, holy crap, there's no response. So their only hope is ignore it. And, and, and that's, that's why we do this podcast, is to focus on topics that will not be covered 
unless you engage, you speak out. And so this is an issue that this actually reminds me of when the Biden administration sent letters to the families of the 9-11 victims and said they were not going to seek the death penalty for Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and, and other plotters of, of September 11th. And, and yeah. we devoted an entire episode of this podcast of talking about it. And, and, and the listeners of, of Verdict got engaged and spoke out. And, and, and within days, the Biden administration reversed course. Here, they are hoping for silence because there is no defense. There is no explanation. Well, yeah, the chief of staff of a major division at the Department of Defense is working for the Ayatollah who hates America, who is a radical zealot who chants death to America, but, you know, no biggie. There's no defense there. And so they're hoping for silence, and I'm hoping that our listeners don't allow them to engage in silence. All right. I have to go back to to this question now because we just had this, you know, six billion dollars that went to Iran in this, quote, prisoner swap. So number one question is, were any of these people involved in that swap and, and, and advocating for that the billions to be freed up to Iran? That, that's my question, number one. And number two, who would be making the decision tonight to suspend them pending at least an investigation so that they can't be taking, in theory, top secret information, they have security clearance, and, and deciding to just grab it all and give it to the Iranians? Look, in terms of who was involved, presumably all three were involved in the decision. And, and look, when it comes to Iran policy, the Biden administration came in and their number one foreign policy objective was to reenter an Iran nuclear agreement and, and to appease the Iranian regime at a level that has never been seen. Rob Malley, he helped negotiate the original Obama-Iran nuclear deal, which was catastrophic. It was a disaster. They brought him back. And, and by the way, this is a guy who's been suspended. His, his security clearance has been revoked. We don't know why. They won't tell us why. But he did something so stunningly bad, even the Biden administration had to fire him. Holy cow. Uh, by the way, I've got to say I'm really embarrassed to admit my alma mater, Princeton, has brought Rob Malley in at, 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 as a special lecturer and professor uh, because, you know, he's fired for violating national security in some undisclosed way so we ought to have him teach at one of the premier universities in america i mean it really does illustrate all the problems we've got but it was rob malley who hired all three of these people and uh, look you you asked is the fact that these three people were working for the biden administration the reason why the biden administration has appeased iran has sent billions of dollars to iran has refused to enforce Oil sanctions on Iran has allowed the Ayatollah to sell two billion barrel, two million rather, two million barrels of oil a day. Is that the reason? Yes and no. They started wanting to give Iran everything they wanted, which is why they hired Iranian operatives to be senior officials. In some ways, these Iranian operatives were effectively carrying out the mission of the political hacks in the Biden White House because their objective was appease Iran, and who better to implement a policy of appeasing Iran than people who are literally working for the Iranian government? 
All right. Let, let me ask you what words are appropriate in this scenario. Is this spying? Are these people spies? Is this espionage? And the fact that no one in the Biden administration is, is, is stopping them from doing this, I guess, is their way of downplaying saying, no, 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 it's not that at all. They're just built, working on great foreign relations with a country that chants death to America. But in your mind, Senator, is this espionage? Is this spying? Look, Almost any word you could apply to this is appropriate. These are operatives who are working for the Iranian government. We now have email proof, according to these press reports. And and look, these emails need to be confirmed. But we've got now multiple press reports that, that, that are detailing them that they were regularly emailing the Iranian government and saying, what should we do? What do you want us to do? They were seeking direction. They were seeking instructions. We have emails from the Iranian government saying they set up this network with the purpose of influencing U.S. government policy. And so whether they were spies or simply operatives working for Iran, it's functionally the same thing. They were, as, as the emails I read, they said, our loyalties are to Iran. You know what? If your loyalties are to Iran or to communist China or to Russia or to North Korea or to Venezuela, you shouldn't be in a senior national security position for the United States of America. And, and there's a very real question that I suspect is going to be investigated in the days to come forward, whether it was a violation of criminal law that there's a law, FARA, that requires an agent of a foreign government to register. If they're working on behalf of a foreign government, that raises an obvious question, were they in violation of that law? Uh, but the fact that they were given security clearances, I got to tell you, look, listen, as an ordinary matter, I mean, they ask you what contacts have you had with the foreign government. Generally, if you said boo to a foreign government that is an enemy of America, you can't get a security clearance. In this case, these three individuals, their involvement was deep and pervasive, and they were part of a government program launched by the Ayatollah specifically to influence and undermine American policy. And the Biden administration, they're not defending this. You can't defend this on the merits. They are counting on silence because... Can you imagine, Joe Biden, if any reporter had the temerity to ask, how do you feel about senior national security uh, officials in your administration working for the Ayatollah in Iran? And do you think it's a grave national security violation? I, he would get confused and try to tie his shoe. He couldn't answer that question. And, and so they're counting on the press to cover up for him. I want to tell you about Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Now, the team there have been great supporters, not only of shows just like this one, but they are proud to partner with conservative organizations to grow the conservative base. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, 
as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, which makes switching easy. You can keep your same cell phone number you have now. You can keep your same phone or upgrade. Now, when you pay your bill, this is when the magic happens. They take a percentage of your bill each and every month and give it back to conservative causes that you help choose to support in these categories that I just mentioned. And you may not realize it, but many of the big mobile companies actually give huge donations to Democrats as well as to Plan Parenthood. So stop giving your money to woke corporations that are fighting against your values and switch to Patriot Mobile. Use the promo code VERDICT. You'll get free activation and the best deals of the year. Call them, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or online at patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Uh, I'll say this real quick, Senator, on this, on this breaking news that we just broke. Everyone listening, please share this podcast um, everywhere you can on social media. It had a huge difference uh, in, in the impact that we had on that story that dealt with the Pentagon and Khalid yep. Sheikh Mohammed and that deal that was done. We were able to stop that. That was because of you guys getting involved in the work. It, we need to make sure that this story, the same thing happens. So send this podcast to everyone you know, but post it on all of your social media accounts so that we can get more people to hear about this. It's an important national security story, and we need to force the media to do their damn job here so again post this wherever you can now i'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you if you're able right now place your hand over your heart can you feel it that's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive it's the same for a pre-born baby their heart begins to form at conception and at just three weeks it's already beating at five weeks a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound and that's why we've partnered with preborn because we need to help these precious babies Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. 
and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. On to this other topic, Senator, that, that is just as shocking as the last one. There is new reporting out that Hunter Biden received wire transfers for a quarter of a million dollars originating in Beijing for more than more than 250 from Chinese business partners during the summer of 2019. These wires were listed that were listed had the home address of the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, as the beneficiary address for the funds that were being transferred. This is a direct link from money from Beijing now to the president of the United States of America in the sum of at least 250000 and counting. Well, look, that's exactly right. Let me walk you through a little bit of this timeline. An individual named Jonathan Lee and Hunter Biden developed a business relationship while Joe Biden was vice president. On July 26, 2019, Hunter Biden received a $10,000 wire from Wang Jin. On October 2nd, 2019, Hunter Biden received a $250,000 wire from Jonathan Lee and Tan Ling. Both wires originated in Beijing and listed as the beneficiary address Joe Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. Nearly three months later, on October 13th, 2019, Hunter Biden's attorney, a guy named George Messires, stated that Hunter Biden received no money from BHR and did not disclose any payments from Jonathan Lee. I mean, it's easy to forget a quarter million dollars. Everyone loses that. Beyond that, evidence shows that Joe Biden developed a familiar relationship with Jonathan Lee during his vice presidency and prior to these payments to Hunter Biden. Devin Archer who was a business associate of the Bidens, described how Joe Biden, not Hunter, Joe, daddy, met with Jonathan Lee in Beijing, China, had a phone call with him, and later wrote college recommendation letters for his children. So understand, the guy who's wiring a quarter million dollars to Hunter Biden to Joe Biden's home address, Joe Biden wrote college recommendation letters for his kids. And in fact, in December 2013, during a vice presidential trip to Beijing, reports indicate that, quote, Hunter, shortly after arriving in Beijing on December 4th, help arranged for Lee to shake hands with his father in the lobby of the American delegation's hotel. And, and mind you, all of this is happening. This wire is happening simultaneously to Joe Biden announcing his campaign for president of the United States. But nevertheless... On October 22nd, 2020, here's what Joe Biden said, quote, my son has not made money in terms of thing about what are you talking about? China. The only guy who made money in China is Trump. So what he said, his son has not made money 
from China. It was a flat-out lie. Not only had he made money, he'd made a quarter million dollars from a guy Joe Biden had met, from a guy who Joe Biden had written recommendation letters for his kids, and that quarter million dollars was wired to Joe Biden's home address. I, I, I still am taken aback, and rarely does this happen, Senator, at just the, the, and I don't think it's incompetent, it's just the brazenness of the crimes that were committed by the Bidens. They didn't get, I and mean, this is 2019. This is not that long ago. This he's is, running for president. Right. He's running for president of the United States of America, and, and they're wiring these funds from Beijing to the home address of the president of the United States, the now president of the United States of America, while he's trying to become the president of the United States of America. It's almost like they're like, hey, get the money in here quick. Move it for, through quickly. We got to get this. We got to get this money in here fast before he becomes the president. And so send it on. Where do you want me to send? Uh, we don't, we're not even going to funnel the money this time. We're not even going to put it in the LLCs and, the, and, and, and move the bank accounts around. Just send it directly to the home address of the president. All right. And this is an example where the corporate media will be utterly compliant. So the only one who will even bother to ask a question of Joe Biden at a press conference or the, or, or of Corrine Jean-Pierre will be Fox, because the rest of the corporate media will roll over and be compliant. But here's a basic question. Uh, Mr. President, did you ever meet Jonathan Lee's kids? How about that? Let's start with that. You wrote recommendation letters for him. Did you ever meet him? you know anything about him? And if the answer is no, well, why the hell did you write recommendations letters for them? What did Jonathan Lee do to get you, you were the vice president of the United States, to write a recommendation letter for his kids? If you never met the kids, I don't know if he met them, but I, I would be shocked if he did. Um, if you never met the kids, so you're willing to write a recommendation letter for someone you never met, presumably you owe something to daddy if you're writing a recommendation letter to the kids. So the question is, what do you owe? What did Daddy do? And does it have anything to do with the fact that Daddy sent a quarter million dollars, wired it to your son at your home address while you were running for president of the United States? Remember, the Democrat talking point and the corporate media talking point is, yeah, Hunter's corrupt. He, let's throw him overboard. We've given up on Hunter. But Joe had nothing to do with it. Well, you know what? Hunter didn't write recommendations letters for the kids of Jonathan Lee. Joe did. So what did Joe get in exchange for a recommendation letter? By the way, you and I are both parents. Do either of us have recommendation letters from the vice president of the United States for our kids? No. Like, that's pretty damn serious. And it's remarkable the media well, will, let, let, will let me not just... even ask these questions. They but... do not care. Well, it's not just that. You, you, I'm sure, get asked 1,000 times more than I do for recommendations for yeah. different things. And the more that you, you, you build something, the more cautious and careful you are because sure. you don't want to give your name to somebody that could come back to haunt you one day when a press person's like, hey, Senator Cruz, did you actually write a letter of recommendation for someone that you didn't know and now they've been arrested for drugs or for this crime or that yeah. or embezzlement? You, you, you protect your good name it, it, unless you're Joe Biden where it seems to be that you can just buy a letter of recommendation from the vice president if the, if the dollar amount is enough to your family. So, look, I, I'm 52 years old. Uh, I've been in the Senate 11 years. 
my guess is maybe I've written in, in the whole course of my life, let's say, 100 recommendation letters. That's probably high, but let me, I'm going to overestimate it. Those 100 have been almost exclusively people who are either good personal friends of mine or people who've worked for me. If so someone was a staff assistant, if someone was an employee in the office and they worked and they did a good job, I'll draft a letter of recommendation and it'll vary. If I know them well, some letters of recommendation, I lean in closely because if I know them well and I work with them, I'll say something nicely about them. If they were a good kid and they worked in the office and they'll do good work, I'll write a more generic letter and I'll often have staff draft it and try to reflect, you know, you know, young Ben did a nice job on a memo on national security, and, and he pointed out maybe we should not have uh, Iranian agents working for the federal government. And, and, and I agreed with that. And that was nicely done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mind you, that means young Ben couldn't get hired in the Biden administration. But in a sane world, <laughs> young Ben had some wisdom that was impressive. And, and so you should hire him at Old Miss because he also has a wicked serve and, and, and knows how to play tennis. Like, that's a letter I might write. But I can tell you right now, I have never written a letter of recommendation for a Chinese national. I sure as hell haven't written a letter of recommendation for the children of a Chinese national I've never met. And I've sure as hell as hell as hell as hell have never written a letter of recommendation for the children of a Chinese national. I've never met the children. And the, the dad has given a quarter million dollars to my son and sent it to my home address. Like, holy crap. Yeah, this is not like like there's sort of a realm of reasonableness. And look, sometimes you have someone who was an intern and shook your hand and you say young Ben is a nice young man. And and it's kind of a courtesy. And and you don't really know young Ben may not be a nice young man. He may be a total jerk, but you're trying to be nice. And so you write a letter because young Ben seemed fine. This is qualitatively different. I don't know anyone in politics Who's ever done this? Like what Joe Biden is doing, like like people listening might think, oh, I don't know, the political world, this is commonplace. No, no, it's no, not. No, it's not. <laughs> people don't do this. Like a quarter million dollars, you don't get sent to you. You don't get sent to you from Chinese nationals. You don't get sent to you from Chinese nationals while you're running for president. You get don't get sent to you from Chinese nationals in exchange for who the hell knows what. I mean, this is, and, and it's worth underscoring, this is not Hunter. This is Joe, Joe, Joe. This money was wired to Joe's home address. Yeah, great point there. Let me tell you about our friends over at Chalk. If you're a guy and you feel like that you've lost some of your strength and your vitality and weakness and complacency are setting in, maybe you just feel fatigued and you don't want to go work out. Maybe you don't even like playing sports anymore and that's something you love to do. Uh, maybe you just feel like you're just getting weak and complacent and sitting around too much. Well, guess what? You're not alone. Men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. Thankfully, the Patriots at Chalk are helping real American men just like you boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. You'll get back that strength and vitality. You'll get rid of that weakness and complacency. It's manufactured right here in the U.S. of A. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, and your mood. So if you're sick and tired of sitting around and just being sick and tired of having that weakness and complacency, check out Chalk. C-H-O-Q dot 
chokecom. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Now, here's the best part. Use the promo code Ben and you'll get 35% off at chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Boost your testosterone levels up to 30% over 90 days. C-H-O-Q.com. That's C-H-O-Q.com. And finally, Senator, it's interesting because as we find out about this money that has come in directly from Beijing, you have the first impeachment inquiry hearing that's going to take place in Washington this week. James Comer seems to have a very interesting strategy. He announces his three key witnesses for the first impeachment inquiry hearing. They announced this and they said that these three witnesses that are going to testify before the first impeachment inquiry, they include a Professor Jonathan Turley of George Washington University Law School. Uh, Eline O'Connor, former Assistant Attorney General of the United States Department of, of Justice Tax Division. And Bruce Davinsky of Davinsky Consulting, a forensic accounting expert. Turley is nationally recognized as a legal scholar who has published work in areas ranging from constitutional law to legal theory. O'Connor supervised the DOJ's litigation of civil, criminal, trial, and appellate tax cases. And Dubinsky accumulated more than 40 years of financial investigative and dispute consulting experience, as well as served as an expert witness more than 100 times, testifying in more than 80 trials, including trials involving criminal and civil financial fraud. So it seems to me that these witnesses seem to be about really building a case around the financial transactions around Joe Biden and his role in the family business. I'm sure if these witnesses get to see things like a quarter of a million dollars coming from Beijing, that's going to raise some red flags in their, in their area of expertise. Look, un- unquestionably. And, and, and I will say James Comer is, I think, doing an excellent job, as is Jim Jordan, of building up the case systematically and laying out the evidence. Of the three witnesses, I know two of them personally. I know Turley and I know O'Connor personally. They're both serious professionals. Turley is a very well-respected constitutional law professor. He, he's not a Republican. He's a Democrat. But, but he's an honest constitutional law scholar. And so he ends up being characterized as more of a Republican because he actually speaks out against the corruption we're seeing in the Biden administration. He has the courage to do so. Turley is kind of like Alan Dershowitz, who is another Democrat. Alan, whom I know very well, he was my criminal law professor in law school. Alan is a self-described liberal Democrat. He, he, does, he does not like Donald Trump. He's voted against Donald Trump every time, but he believes in constitutional law. Turley has been really courageous. Uh, Eileen O'Connor is a very serious uh, federal DOJ official, tax official. I expect she will testify about how bizarre it is how the Biden DOJ has investigated these crimes, and in particular how they've obstructed justice, how they blocked an investigation, how anyone not named Hunter Biden would face very different investigation and prosecution if his name was Hunter Smith and you engaged in a rampant pattern of criminality. Uh, the DOJ would not be protecting you and would not especially be protecting your father, who was the locus of the criminality. The third individual I don't know, but he's described as a forensic accountant, and I assume he's going to testify about things like what it means to get nearly 200 suspicious activity reports on your banking records, what it means to have over 20 shell companies that make no products, that have no employees, that don't do anything other than exist to launder money and to hide the transaction of money. And, and so... Look, I fully expect Democrats to ignore what these witnesses have to say. 
and the corporate media to cover it up and try to hide it. But we are seeing drip, drip, drip every day. People are realizing the evidence of corruption of the Biden family. And we're not just talking about Hunter. Hunter is a troubled soul. But if Hunter were the only issue, we wouldn't be talking about this. This is about the corruption of Joe Biden, the current president of the United States. And understand this as we wrap up. The current president of the United States had a quarter million dollars wired to his house from communist China while he was running for president of the United States. Yes, it was sent to his son, but sent from a guy who Joe Biden himself wrote recommendation letters for his kids. The family business, let me actually wrap with this. For every Democrat, for every dishonest corporate media shill who's saying Hunter was corrupt but not Joe, One question you need to ask over and over again, and we're going to revisit this in a later podcast. What was Hunter Biden selling? He has no skills. He doesn't have goods or services. He cannot do anything. When's the last time you paid millions of dollars to a crackhead? What function, what role, what service was he providing? The only thing Hunter was able to sell is favors from daddy. And so the argument that daddy had nothing to do with it is on its face ludicrous. We're going to keep covering this issue also that the money uh, and and what it was going on with Iran uh, as well. And if there is fallout, I'll say it again. Please make sure you help us get this story out there, especially on Iran and our national security. Put this everywhere on social media. You can hit that little forward. uh, It looks like an arrow and you can post it on your social media on Twitter or X, as they call it now, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can. uh, And make sure other people hear this. Please write us a five star review. If you do, it helps us reach new audience members as well in the algorithms so that's another way to help get the word out there uh, as well and we will see you back here in a couple days don't forget in the in between days make sure you download my podcast i'll keep you updated on the breaking news in between uh verdict episodes it's the ben ferguson podcast grab that as well in the in between days and we'll see you back here in a couple days Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. 
Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. 